Let's do it. All right. Everyone ready? Yeah. Don't think about the post office. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You did it. Now I want to break something. Hello, everyone. Welcome to 90 Day Soiree. I am your host, Todd. I am joined by a very classy crew this evening. We have Paola. Hello. Hello, Keisha. Howdy. Brandon. Hey. And Kristen. Hi. And we're the 90 Day Soirees. We're here to talk about our very favorite television show, 90 Day Fiancé, and all of its derivatives and spinoffs, except for Pillow Talk. We and don't acknowledge back. Pillow Talk. Wait, are we officially oh, that was timed perfectly. Soirees? Is that the name we've given ourselves? Soirees? Well, Soirees? Soirees. Soirees. We're also here to Soirees. drink wine, eat cheese, and enjoy the finer things of 90 Day Fiancé and your perfect mid-brow 90 Day Fiancé podcast. Mm, where's the cheese? Speaking of, speaking of mid-brow, uh, we have a lovely review in Apple Podcasts. Oh, <laughs> hell yes. I am, I, this is perhaps one of the best reviews we've ever received. It says that this podcast, 90 Day Soiree, is funny and very entertaining. Dollfan77. Funny and very entertaining. Funny and very entertaining. Dot, dot, dot. One star. <laughs> One star. Funny and very entertaining. But I don't appreciate the obvious hatred of our president. Maybe just stick to 90 Day Fiance and leave the politics to the grown-ups? Aw. Who are the grown-ups? Our parents. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's. I Can I just deconstruct this for a moment? Go on. Go ahead. Please. I love that it starts with very funny and entertaining. Mm-hmm. One star. <laughs> One star. I don't like how you talk about our president. 90 Day Fiance is a show rooted in politics. Mm-hmm. It is a show about immigration, immigrants, people's perception of the United States, and U.S. Americans' opinions of those living abroad. It could not be more political. So it is absolutely appropriate to talk about politics, especially a president that ran on an anti-immigration platform and whose policies are directly affecting the people featured in the show. Yeah, and I just like how he said, leave it to the grown-ups. Yeah, I'm 38 years old. I could run for president. I, I think I'm grown up enough. I'll say I've been told by many of my eighth grade teachers that I am advanced and very mature. So, oh, I so, think so you're, allowed. <laughs> you're allowed to talk about the president. <laughs> Yes. As voting citizens of adult age, we are all qualified to share our opinions about what's going on. But, you know, it's not a bad review if you only read the first part. And I did when I turned it into a uh, an ad for our show. (laughs) That's right. Funny and very entertaining. Dot, dot, dot. We'll take it. Dot, dot, dot. (sighs) Well, thank. Keep those. Yeah. Keep the reviews coming. Uh, Thank you so much. Dolphan 77. I guess Dolphan 76 was taken. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hey, let's talk about Happily Ever After. Let's do it. We're here to talk about season five, episode nine. This aired uh, August 9th. Here's uh, here's a quick summary brought to you by internetmoviedatabase.com. At a family dinner, Andre spirals out of control. Jess confronts Colt about Vanessa. Karine gives Paul a final ultimatum. Asuelu's family turns on him. Larissa and Eric reopen Pandora's box. Ooh. Angela asks Michael to make a big decision. 
And this episode is called Burnt Bridges and Bitter Truths, which yet again is not a quote not from a quote. the episode. What a, a great episode title. Yeah. That's almost too good for 90 Day. There was a Harvard intern that worked on just this episode. <laughs> I was going to say, they, they upped the intern mm-hmm. class. <laughs> we wanted to talk a little bit about how there's politics in the show. So why don't we start with Angela and Michael? Because I think they're interesting because when we first met them, part of the charm was how much (laughs) Angela and Michael connected over their love for Trump. True. You know, I think Michael wanted to meet Trump. Like, that's what he had, like, you know, dreams about doing. Did she buy him Trump underwear? Am I I imagining that? I feel like she did. Yeah. Yeah. Boxers. Boxers. But we're seeing Mm -hmm. in this season... You know, especially when she talk, or I think a little bit of last season and this season when she's talking to her lawyer, she's running into certain problems with immigration due to those same policies. Mm-hmm. You're like mm-hmm. having people learn the lesson that like mm-hmm. all of those crazy scare tactics you heard about actually only represent a very small amount of the, pr- the problem. So the people that it actually affects are people like you. Imagine that. Uh, so, Angela, I hope maybe you're just thinking things over a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but now you have to be married in Nigeria. Nigeria. And uh, you're running into all kinds of problems because you can't have kids. And uh, that's a major sticking point in this relationship. They're still talking about the baby thing. They go to the boat thingy that I feel like we've seen that boat every season with them. Isn't that where like Michael got in a bunch of trouble because he was yeah. with girls? Yeah, same boat. They're still talking about the baby thing. And finally, Michael is like, all right, you know, I'll stick by you if you can't have a baby. If you can't tote a baby, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he's like, but we're going to need my mom's blessing. Because if you can't tote a baby, then, you know, I need to see if she approves. And Angela's like, why the fuck do I care? Like, Who cares what she thinks? We get married. We already got her blessing once. Then they go cake tasting with Michael's sisters and they tell them about, you know, not being able to have a baby and whatever. And the sisters are upset. It's just kind of, it's sad and kind of a mess. Um, But Michael's sisters did say that they will support them financially with the wedding, which is really nice. And they eat a bunch of cake and Angela is just like loving all of it. That's it. That's what she happens. got swindled by cake again. God. Well, it's, she it can't like tote. The, swindled the by major cake. major plot point was about getting the mom's blessing. And then all I could think of is like, are we in a rerun? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are they we keep getting the mom's blessing. Like, yeah. just after she gave her pizza, I feel like. Maybe there's like a timeline on the blessing. Like maybe it's only a 30 day blessing. And then the longer <laughs> you have to extend it. Could, could it be Keisha a 90 day blessing? Oh. oh. Marketing. Mm. Ninety day blessing. That's a way better name for the podcast. Where was that? Come on. I would love if we could get a guest, somebody who was born and raised in Nigeria, who can maybe explain to us the culture a little bit. Because I'd love to Let's understand. Let's go He'll do it. Oh, I have a friend actually. I have a good friend who would do that. You should. Yeah. Ask. Ask. Yeah. Ask them. Yeah. He's been. Uh, I. I've known him since my first job out of college and i i think i don't i'm not sure if he's gotten his citizenship yet uh yeah he lives in miami yeah ask him he could uh do a call in he just call my phone and i i can tap him into our system yeah the only thing i i can remember that sticks out to me when he thought it was really bizarre like our treatment of redheads (laughs) 
He was like, I can't believe he was like, why are you, why are Americans so awful to redheads? Like, and he he was like, I don't get it. Like they're special. Like, aren't they special? Like it seems special and beautiful and rare. Like, it's amazing to me that there's this like tiny group of people who have these really rare physical traits and you guys are awful to them why that's what they want you I to don't think get it. <laughs> see i think that could have went either way i wasn't sure if he was going to say they were you know ostracized or they were revered in our culture because it really depends who you ask no he was just because i think uh our boss was like making fun of redheads or uh, at some point and he was like i don't understand this like why are you guys you guys treat these yeah people i don't get like it either actually now freaks. that you mention it I mean, some people, I've had friends who have said that they don't think redheads have souls, which I think is horrible, but I don't know where that rage comes from. I was like, they're not serious. No, but like, but like, did a, like, were they hurt? Like did some, I bet you like they had a crush on a redhead and they didn't like them back. And all of a sudden there's this like lifetime hate for redheads. I don't know where it comes from. It's just an evolutionary thing. It's like, how dare Mm -hmm. you evolve differently than me? You think your genes are better than me? You think you're more, more in tune to survive? Better you than think my you're genes? better because you can produce your own vitamin D? <laughs> mm. Can they really? Wow. And, yeah, and they you're, can, you're they... resistant to anesthesia? Oh, wow. Mm. You think are you're they? so good? Yeah. Wow. They? Yeah. Man, they aren't human, are they? Kristen's no. like, now I hate <laughs> head red, redheads. <laughs> yeah. I've known I'm so jealous. many parents, too, that have you have your babies born with red hair, and they're like, yeah, oh my gosh, like we're just so, we're so in love, but she seems to be yeah, she seems to have red hair, and we're. I, I think so everything's cute. gonna be okay, but we think that it's red hair that is what we're seeing on her head. What? <laughs> it's like, I think it's gonna be okay. You don't need to like <laughs> drop the baby off at a fire station or something. <laughs> I've heard multiple parent friends have been like, "We're hopefully it's just a a thing." And it'll change. That's horrible. Is it a lot? Is it just like a people don't like what they don't understand kind of thing? I don't know. But like, what is there to not? Okay, actually, you know what? I think we stumbled onto a really excellent example of why racism is so stupid. Yes. Yes. Because like, okay, here we are so perplexed as to why anybody would ever think any differently of somebody because they have red hair. And yet, if you just change that to a different part of the body... And replace it with a different color. Suddenly, it's like, oh, okay. Yep. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I understand the historical relevance. Of blah. Like, I mean, come on. Yeah, I think that was because you needed as much vitamin D as you could get, because there's just so much less light. But like, you know, you get a tan because the sun is is murdering you. Yeah. Like that's what I don't even get a tan. The sun is literally destroying your cells, and the tan is a sign of that. Like tanning's like I'm gonna go hang out in Chernobyl for you know mm-hmm. a minute or two because so I don't want to have nice... to shave my head. Yeah, well, no, it's just it's it's literally like damaging your DNA. But it makes your skin look so pretty. I it's love getting dead. a tan. But it's okay. Have you ever gone to a tanning salon and you choose the sticker you want to put in a little sexy spot? <laughs> keep it there every time. <laughs> if you're a real bad girl, you choose Playboy Bunny. <laughs> So you have like a little white pale boy bunny. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, you could choose a heart, a star, Playboy bunny. Only what? the baddest bad girls chose Playboy bunny. You put it right the- on your hip. What did you right? think? Like, what does ooh. that mean, though? Like, is the goal like a guy would see that and they would think you were a Playboy bunny? I was bunny? hoping. I was hoping any guy would see it. <laughs> I was hoping. 
Could you put a face? Could I get like a as like Steve Gutenberg <laughs> as a Playboy <laughs> bunny imprint? <laughs> okay, I worked at Super Salad in high school, and behind us was a tanning salon. So we worked at a deal where we traded them fully loaded baked potatoes and <laughs> blueberry bread for tans. Ooh, I got that's a ab- good deal. I got absolutely abnormally tan as like a very pale. Uh, also Scandinavian Irish oh my God. person. I would love to see a photo of that. But uh, <laughs> and I tried to. The best part was I tried to hide it from my mom because I knew she'd be mad. But I was tanning, and I always smelled it. I always I always smelled like it. Like it stinks. Yeah, it smells really bad because your skin is just like <laughs> being destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, "I know you're tanning," and I was like, "No, I'm not." <laughs> <laughs> and then I was just so. Oh my God, such a bad girl with that absolutely <laughs> white, pale, playboy, funny <laughs> shape. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, I guess it all started. I, I'm, I'm just confused. I'd love to understand more about the, the Nigerian culture with the whole baby thing because it's just, it's a little lost on me. I'll so, ask. All I'll right, ask. dope. Yeah. Oh, that's Angela and Michael. Yeah, she doesn't have cancer, so we can... So we can continue to wring our hands about Mm -hmm. whether or not she's going to be able to have a baby. Yeah, and it's the same thing. We're all just like, how is this going to work? Like, his number one thing. And he even says it's heartbreaking when he's like, I actually, it really is important to me. I do want a baby. He played Mm -hmm. it off for a little bit. Like, oh, it's, you know, it's just my family making these demands. But then he was like, actually, it's, I, I do want it. So how is that going to work? I don't know. Does he know? About all the children and her house. Does, she, does he know he's going to be surrounded by kids all the time? But Angela was like using that too. Like, I, wasn't there a point where she was like, it's going to be fine because there's a, he's going to be surrounded by kids anyway. So it's not like he's going to, it's going to distract him from having his own kid. Yeah, but it just doesn't seem to be like hitting him. Is it like a DNA thing? Like, would he not even want to adopt? Probably. It seems to be that because that's the thing they keep pressuring him about is that they're like, you need to have a kid and we're going to go to great lengths. We will go as far as you can marry multiple women. Mm-hmm. You can go find a surrogate mother and she will just give the child to you, but it has to be yours. Like that is yeah. the, that's the core of this. I think it's about like, you know, keeping the family line and yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Also, it seems like he just genuinely really wants a baby. Yeah. I just feel like, she was already in her 50s when they met. So, like, putting all of this pressure on her to tote a baby is not really... For, like, Michael, do you not know anatomy? And, like... It, he might not. I don't think he does. Probably skip, like, skip that class. Like, that's not fair. Also, like, Angela was like, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. Sure. You know, maybe she actually thought that she could, but it's like... But this is you like... You really wanted a kid? Why are you marrying a 50-something-year-old? I think this is the same thing. I think we talked about this in a previous episode where, like, the distance kind of overshadows other big, important things that you should align with the other person Mm -hmm. on when it comes to relationships. And so for them, like, they honed in on, like, the world is keeping us apart physically and then mm. once we're together, then we'll figure Absolutely. out the other shit. And this is like a big Absolutely. thing. Same thing with um, with uh, Yazin. It's like, these are important things in terms of religion, but y'all and just... And Jahoon, like, 
Yeah, Y'all just ignored just, all of it until we got back to get, until we're together physically. But even physically, there's still more problems that come up. That's a really good point. Yeah, it, it it's so true. It's that like you know, confederate like my my loved ones off fighting in the Confederate War, and I have to like write letters about how much I love them back and forth that are are that are you know hand delivered. Like it's just you're you're lost of over the the real honesty of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, if I'm remembering correctly, the first time they meet, Angela flies to Nigeria. He's a little surprised to see that she's older, right? That's right. Oh, so I see the that one. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure that he actually realized how how much older she was because maybe the photos and like the lighting during their video chat uh, may have led him to believe she was a little bit younger. Yeah. But seeing her, remember he was like, oh. <laughs> Hi. Like there was kind of a He's little like, bit of a, Can I okay, help you? Yeah. Are you lost? <laughs> Isn't he the one that said that he was like 70% no, that happy was- with how she looked or something like that? Was he the one that I, said that? I think that yeah. was uh Nicole. Wasn't that Nicole? Yeah. Asin. Oh. Nicole and Asin. Yeah. He yeah. still said Nicole something. was like, ma'am, can you move, please? I believe my fiance is standing behind you. <laughs> Nicole is back in the U.S., by the way, as of a few days ago. Oh, she, no. Five months, just a quick Nicole update, five months in Morocco. She's back with May. Five months? Ugh. Damn. Um, I just remember in one of the tell-alls that Angela was a part of, she saw the footage of Michael saying something about the way she looks, and she got pissed and left. Because mm-hmm. he uses but the I word elder. He, he talks about oh, yeah. like, my <laughs> elder. And of course, like... <laughs> Anytime we've talked about this on this on this podcast before, right? Like, d- never use the word "ma'am" with a woman. Like, even yes. that for us is like yes. the elder. Hey, you know, I actually because of that conversation we had a few episodes ago, I found myself having to like flag somebody down uh, a, a couple days ago, and I was about to say "ma'am," but I thought of what you said, and I said "miss" instead. Ooh, and good job! And that, and now, that resulted in their W A P. Yeah. <laughs> that's yes. like that's the follow-up to the song WAP. It's all about being called Miss instead of ma'am. Oh, I thought the follow-up would be like she she should get the medical attention she needs. Oh my god. Anybody hear that quote? W-A-P. No, I'm the only one. Wap, okay. wap, wap. I heard about that. Um yeah. What else on Angela and Michael? That's it. Yeah, that's it. Wait, it just, it's like, this isn't, okay, hold on. Let me remind myself. This isn't the episode where she was like having an orgasm from eating icing, right? She oh. does love their, she <laughs> says uh, their icing. That's another question we need to ask my friend is the icing. Is the icing, the icing that here? good? <laughs> yeah. I think she just likes cake. <laughs> but like, well, I think the, it's the, that simple. Occam's razor. Yeah. It's that simple. Well, no, here's the thing. I remember watching that scene and it was like everyone else was had like a piece of cake in front of them and hers was like a pile of icing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, not judging at all. I think it's fair. When Brandon and I were cake tasting for our wedding, we tried a million cakes. It was my favorite part. It's awesome. Yeah, and the icing is the best part of the cake. It's like you don't even That's need true. the cake. You just, just eat the icing. <laughs> See? She knows what's up. We got it. Yeah. Oh, Paula, this might be a bad time to tell you, but I found that ice cream you were hiding in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all gone. Damn it. <laughs> this is why I hide them. 
Just absolutely okay. annihilated. <laughs> let's do a color. So going off of the clean anals, let's talk about Asuelo's poop oh, night. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes. So I have, I have a theory with the people that edit Asuelo's parts. I think they purposely leave things in. To just make people be like, why was that left in? Like other people who said, I got up that night or I got up in the middle of the night, cut it, jump to, and then I think there was a ghost. And I feel like the editors are like, wait, wait, he said what? <laughs> he pooped? Leave that in. Leave it. Leave it in. <laughs> yep. It's too good. Keep rolling. <laughs> I, I got up in the middle of the night to, to poop. <laughs> like, dude, you can leave that out. You just got up in the middle of the night. Also... Okay, like, file, does anybody have to do that in the middle of the night? That is I was just thinking that. That is not a middle of the night activity. That. Like, no. you gotta go pee, definitely. No. Of course, yeah. that happens. It was all that. I pee a lot truck. in the middle of the night. Oh, it was the best of the best. Truck meal. Yeah, the best, best of the best. Of the best. It, like, yeah, you had to just, you know, exit oh, a few God. of that stuff. Whew. I do Amazing. I do wonder if Asuela's English is like, you know when you're in high school and you have to fill a, a certain amount of word limit, and so he just tries to keep <laughs> explaining things until he sounds, like until everyone looks like they understand what he's saying. So he can't just say, I got up in the middle of the night. He has to explain what he did. I feel like since he's just a giant tutler, he's like, look, Kalani, I got up to poop. Where's my treat? Can I get a treat now? Mom, is- I pooped. That's him. <laughs> Yeah. Is anyone else surprised that he believes in ghosts? No. no. They both do, I guess. They both believe in ghosts. Dude, honestly, because ghosts are insane. real. Not surprised. <laughs> ghosts are not real. Oh, my God, Brandon. Oh, here Brandon? we go. Bring We're it not going to get yes, into let's this. Let's do this. What? Let's do it. Why? You believe in ghosts? Yes, they're fucking yes. real. What? Have you, never been ha- have you never been haunted? You've never walked into a space no. where you're like, something's weird going on. There's some bad juju. No. no. You've nev- I've never oh. been haunted, but I definitely believe in them. Brandon. Are you just in denial of spirits? I'm not in denial. They, they it is not real. How it, it why is it exist. not real? How is it not real? What How is, is it ghost? real? What they're not matter. Brandon, you can't that have is your an opinion. organism it's without matter. Energy. It's, how of what? I don't know. I'm not a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> that is your opinion, Brandon. You can't come here and lecture us that they're not real. Brandon. You're just saying you don't believe in them. Move on. You never use the Ouija board? Yes. When you would finally have sex? <laughs> is that what everybody uses it for? Is that what, what every Kristen's using ghosts a- for the wrong reasons? <laughs> no, like okay, I've talked to Kristen's so many people about her, this. Her Playboy bunny, little like anti tan <laughs> in preparation Isn't for that, that wonderful why? day. Okay, did you have one when you were like a preteen? No. Okay, I feel like that's what it was for. Like, you would have a slumber party, and you'd be like, oh, I have a Ouija board. Let's ask it questions. And you'd start off by just being like, um, I don't know. What's, when's my, when, what's my first car going to be? And you'd be like, God damn it. Just get He's like, I don't know, a Mazda? And Next. you'd be like, let's just cut, let's cut straight to the point. And then it'd finally just be like, when am I finally going to be touched by someone? God damn it. Ouija board's so like, horny. well, well you so remember horny. that Mazda I was just bringing up? <laughs> And then if you were really mean, if you were a bully like me, you would move it to like (laughs) 43 years old and the other, your best friend would be like, oh, well, I think something's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So I've never done the Ouija board. Are you consciously moving it? No. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> well, I, w- I was doing it to other people. I would move it. I mean, it yeah, I used to do it with my neighbors, and I feel like we were all moving it. 
Yeah, you would mess with people. So you'd yeah. be like, oh my gosh, well, I guess they say you're like gonna die in a month what, what did what did the ouija board when did it tell you that you were gonna get laid uh, i don't remember it was always a different answer and i would just be like god please just hurry <laughs> <laughs> Someone, so horny <laughs> it was fun we should get a ouija board brandon no we're not doing that yeah well brandon how else are you gonna find out when god, yeah so brandon where do you guys think these ghosts come from a serious question in the ouija board no, I, the, the, I I think <laughs> people pass away or like horrible things happen in certain buildings and then their spirit gets stuck there and they're just wandering looking for people to haunt until they resolve yeah the pending and that's thing. why sometimes it's like they were, they were never buried they were just and people didn't even know they were murdered there so it's people who have died with unfinished with like a grudge. With unfinished business. Also maybe a grudge, like the movie The Grudge. Like the laundry? Or just like really mean kids that just want to fuck with you and scare you. Like like there's That's, like those somebody are the scariest. Okay, like unfinished kids. business. So like in the eighties it was like I didn't return that video to Blockbuster and now I'm gonna haunt you <laughs> I until think you there find the video and bring it back because I hate the late fees. <laughs> no, no, no. You know what happens is like the, the Blockbuster employee dies and he haunts you for never rewinding <sighs> the damn tape. That's right. Hmm. All right, so so Brandon, all right, I I agree with you, Brandon, in that I don't believe in ghosts. However, I think that it's very likely that there are lots of things that we don't have the ability to observe and don't understand in the universe and may never understand or be able to measure. Sure. And there's actually a lot of like interesting stuff that comes into play, like related to, you know. Uh, like dark matter. We have no idea what it is. Uh, dark matter, like, you know, quantum possibilities or like, you know, things being able to, you know, exist in multiple places simultaneously until observed. And so like maybe the experience, like there's lots of ghost-like experiences. There's a big like pile that people dump like, I had something scary or weird happen and I, I'm going to call it ghost. And a lot of that stuff can be explained. Some of it can't. So like uh, uh, the feel like alien abductions can mm -hmm. be explained sleep paralysis and yeah. i've experienced sleep paralysis and it's fucking terrifying and i can completely Ooh, understand scary. why people would be like there's a demon in the room or there's like an alien probing my butthole or like something right <laughs> like all of those things are terrifying and sleep paralysis can totally explain that but there are some things like okay here here's i don't know about like ghosts and spirits and apparitions and all that but i have had really weird experiences where like i know what somebody else is like thinking or mm -hmm. you kind of say the same thing at the same time and like some people could say like well we're humans we're we're we, we're driven by like socialization and empathy so it's it's coincidental and it's like just a matter of time before you have those experiences because we're sort of built yeah. like that but i think oh, that it goes wow. beyond that well, no. I mean, if it's it's a low possibility, it happens. Does it happen every day? No, it doesn't happen every day. No, it doesn't happen. I mean, if it happened every day, then I would say, why that's out of the ordinary. Like if somebody won the lottery every week, mm -hmm. one person wins the lottery once. It's like, well, yeah, it's unlikely, but it, you know, right. I guess what I'm saying is, I I think that there is a type of human sense that we don't yet understand. And we don't like have a vocabulary mm -hmm. for, and we don't have a way to measure. And I think that that's the world of like 
maybe like kind of telepathy or like seeing things or like feeling like there's yeah. there's like bad energy in a place and like there's something there that eventually might be measurable but we just don't have the tools for it that's yeah. my opinion that happens to me a lot the energy thing me like you just too. go somewhere or meet someone and you're like this feels I, weird i don't know why i can't explain it but i get that with people no. i'm like i don't like you you're haunted yeah, I get that with people and with situations. You're haunted. <laughs> you're haunted. Haunted. Get out. <laughs> so yeah, so you're saying basically ghosts is kind of like a easy classification for the un uh, unexplainable. Yeah, anything that's unfamiliar or like, yeah. Or if you feel like you sound stupid explaining it to somebody, I think people will say, oh, it's a ghost thing or it's a paranormal thing. Hmm. But he said he saw a little girl. Uh, I'm telling you, little children, ghost children, those are the scariest to me. But I wonder like, where he did he see her when he was on the toilet? <laughs> She's like, like staring at him while he's pooping. Wait, like was it, the kid in the toilet when he got up? <laughs> yeah, I need to know details. It was his poop. That was the ghost. <laughs> I did don't she, think I've ever woken up in the middle of the night having to poop. No. Uh, no. It's so strange. Again, he's a toddler. He <laughs> just what if this this house they're staying in is haunted and the people like they don't the family doesn't understand why like there's all these strangers that keep coming in because it's an Airbnb and every time somebody takes a dump they're like hey get out of here <laughs> no 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 all all the ghosts show up and they yell who <laughs> I did it I like it oh, I like dear. it I did it so um. <laughs> So this is all taking place, like Chris said, in Airbnb because they are getting ready to meet with Asuelu's mother, uh, his sister, and some other lady. Who They're I, both sisters. Both They're sisters. They're both sisters. Which, by the way, one of them is deaf. And then we learned that no one in the family learned ASL. Just like <laughs> one of the sisters knows a little bit. How fucked up is that? That's yeah, pretty that's bad. Annoying. Yeah. That's not good. Mm-hmm. I would be excited. Like if I, if we had a kid and he was deaf... I wouldn't be upset. I'd be like, we are going to have our own private language. It's going to be dope. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You will learn that in a day, probably. It, yeah. I would be, I'd be super thrilled. Um, so I got to say, uh, Kalani, I, I really do admire and I'm, I'm very impressed with her optimism before the family meeting. However, I don't quite understand it. I don't understand how she didn't think... This is going to go terribly. This is going to be an absolute failure. I Again, I admire the optimism, but I wish I knew where it came from. I think she's doing it for the boys. She's like, this is their family. And, yeah. you know, I need to be an adult here. And, like, dealing with his family is something that, that I have to do. The, the kids need to see their aunts and their grandma. Sure, but that's like a acceptance of the reality. Not really like I'm. I think this is gonna go well. Yeah. Well, she's just hoping, you know. Yeah. Like, I think she's generally like a positive outlook kind of person. I think she's just trying to make things work. Uh, my favorite thing. Whereas her sister, her sister, is her the sister's literally in the corny. That's just like. like I love her sister. Dude, I, her sister is a cameraman's best friend. I loved oh, that. Oh, pan to the sister. So Look good. at that nonverbal reaction. And, and you know that Kalani was like, hey, can you please come with me to this thing? It's going to be an absolute nightmare. And the sister was like, oh, yeah, I got you. Someone back. just give her popcorn <laughs> the whole time they're, they're with her. Because that's just like the best. She's always in the background, like making the face of like everyone that's watching the show. Like, 
what the fuck is happening? Exactly. And you know that, what we need? We need a picture in picture feed. We just need yeah, her sister's yes. face in the corner. My favorite though, sorry, it was that like the one line she had was, that was the most awkward dinner I've ever been a part of. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, that was the kind of, the kind of uh, dinner that you would try to tell people about and they would never understand mm-hmm. like how <laughs> awful it truly was. So thankfully, like she was there and then they got it on camera as well. Yeah. Can we talk about Asuelu's and his mom straight up make, Make out sash. Okay. Oh, it's yeah. hard to tell because of the angle. I see what Oswelu was saying. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean, just the mouth. Let's just don't. Why the mouth? It was romantic. Do people. It was intense. Do adults do that? I didn't. I haven't. I don't want to think about that. That's what I was that. hoping for when I would, you know, ask the ghost in the Ouija board. I was, asking, <laughs> I was hoping for something like that. <laughs> oh my God. I would have loved that. <laughs> Keisha, your uh, your celebrity lover does it with his kids. Which one? Which celebrity lover? There are many of them. <laughs> Paul Have you Rudd. Ever seen Tom Brady kiss his kids. He's not my celebrity lover. I thought you were talking about Paul Rudd, and I was like, and Paul Rudd. I know, me too. I would never do that. How dare you? You would never hook up with Tom Brady. No, he's too skinny. He has no abs. I mean, I don't think Quinn. Well, Quincy. He looks like Quincy he's probably used to have abs. kind of a douche. <laughs> But no, he's, so you, he's I mean, you think Quincy is gonna look when Quincy is what, 40, 43? How old's Tom Brady? He's four oh yeah, he's like 43, 44. You think you think he's gonna look as, as good. Tom Brady I don't think Tom Brady's attractive. Not my type. You guys are crazy. It's a, it's, a, it's too ag- the butt chin is too aggressive. Like let's take it back. Uh. And plus he's a traitor. He goes he plays for the Buccaneers now. He looks basic. He can go fuck himself. He's just yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I think mouth to mouth is super weird for family. I think a kiss on the cheek is fine, but what, anything, it, what, is there gross. an age range though for when it's okay for no. a parent to kiss their kid on the mouth? No. I'm not going to tell a parent what they can or can't do. All I'll say is I think it's weird. Whatever. They do you do. kiss your dogs on the mouth? Uh, I kiss on the nose. That's their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, the top of the nose. That's close That's enough. Like kissing a forehead. <laughs> Okay, I think like parents kissing. Hold on, I'll, I'll, let me get my dog. I'll show you. How. <laughs> Later. No, leave him alone. He's napping. Parents kissing their, their like their infant on the mouth, or like like just you know like a, like a like that kind of kiss, not like sustained mouth to mouth contact. Like true. that's at some point. I mean, I don't know the age when it gets weird. Oh, Brandon's giving us demonstration now of kissing there a dog. That's dog. that's okay. normal. That's okay. That doesn't. That, that's yeah. permissible. It's not bad. No, leave him alone. That was not an Asuelu and Asuelu's mom moment. No, no. Do you think, though, that they edited that scene to be more controversial than it needs to be? Well, it Maybe like, they just chose the angle where it looks like a straight but up. Kalani makeup. brought Kalani's it up. face and her face. They, they <laughs> oh, cut to yeah. her and her sister and her face was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? And she confronted him about it and he got so mad. Oh my god! I know, he probably because he's like embarrassed. I'm sure he's embarrassed. You know, he's like, there are all these people around, and my mom won't let me go. And then Kalani's like, "You were making up with you." See, mom. okay. <laughs> what I love about Kalani though is that sometimes she's super sweet and like she kind of sugarcoats what she says to Asuelu, and then out of nowhere she'll say something like that where it's just like, "Cool, making out with your mom," and then just like, <laughs> just drop a zinger, and we're like, "I'm like." This, this poor guy doesn't know what to do with that information because she's so nice to him any other time. Um, yeah, he gets pissed. He walks away for some reason. 
I'm sure he was just like super embarrassed. Yeah. But anyways, they end up going to a food truck park to eat and they get like a bunch of food. I wrote a note that just says they do it right because they just get food from every food truck. Yeah. I love and that. the sad thing is he did that because he just wanted to he wanted to impress them and he wanted to give them <laughs> a really good time. He just wanted to like show love. I'm laughing at, at, what, laughing at? what Kristen was saying. Yeah, he was so It was normal. That's what you do, right? You're excited to like be with your friends or family and you're like, I'm gonna treat you to like an amazing dinner. Let's go all out. Let's best have a of good the time. Best. Yeah. And they're like, okay. It, what? The funny- <laughs> Uh, where's acting- my money, bitch? <laughs> like these. Yeah. He's acting like what, like people when they're at a fancy restaurant, you know, like a fr- <laughs> fancy French restaurant. He's like, I'll have your fanciest wine, sir. And he's like, I'll have your fanciest cheese steak. <laughs> and I love how the some <laughs> of like- the f- the food truck operators were like. Oh, you want like whatever we consider best of the best? Sure, here's a hundred dollars of stuff. Buddy. <laughs> I know, I know. He was so excited though. He's like, I guess it was his first time going to a food truck. He was so excited. So I, um, so yeah. You, you know what? Hold on. Yeah. All right, Asuelu. Look, man, this is not your first rodeo you understand what it's like to be on camera and for you to wear that backpack and not cover the logo was fucking shitty some poor editor or vfx intern had to rotoscope the footage blurring out the back of your backpack have some consideration for the little guy this is what you're horny about this is the horn you're gonna use this is yes. I thought I, you. I, oh, it's I, so annoying. I thought you were gonna it's go so off annoying. on food trucks, on money being spent. No, the best, best bro. The best. Do not the you, logo you know on the they backpack. They can't show that logo. Cover it up, Brandon. The, was it Fisher wow. Price? What was it? I don't. Crayola. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it was Paw Patrol. <laughs> Look to Penguin. I'll use my horn for whatever I want to use it the for. The hills you for that yours. you decide to die on just baffle me. <laughs> After all these years, they still baffle me. It's just like I have these flashbacks. My buddy uh, Chris and I, we spent all this time working on this like kick-ass episode, sponsored episode. We had a, We got this all this money to fly out to Atlanta and shoot on a real racetrack. Is that when you went to the Atlanta strip club? Yes. <laughs> well, not at the exact same time, but yeah, same trip. Anyway, and but we we God, we had to, after doing all of this work, directing, writing, editing, then we had to be the bitch blur blur bitches. And we probably blurred out, rotoscoped, I don't know, 200 different logos over the course of, because it was a racetrack, so uh. there's things everywhere. We had to blur the host shoes. Um, it was just a huge, huge pain because you just have to track motions. And like, you know, with every time the camera cuts from one thing to another, you have to make sure you're on the exact right. Fr- and it's It sucks. Okay, okay. So all I'm saying is... Seeing that, yeah, seeing that, I'm like, bro, this ain't your first season. This is happily ever after. You're supposed to know what you're doing. Um, I think if we've learned something, it's that he does has no idea what he's doing. So I didn't even notice the backpack. Yeah, I, Brandon, yeah, that's why. The food. That's why I'm like, that what, a, what a waste, waste of a horn. 
look, lady, you use your horn on whatever you want to use it for. Should have. Frankly, we haven't had the horn in a you couple weeks. So, Brandon, you've inspired uh, yeah. me. Hit the horn. Oh! All right, look. Something's really got my goat. They've been saying all season how they're going to go to Washington. They're flying to Washington. They're going to go to Washington. And where do they wind up? They are clearly in Pioneer Square in Portland, Oregon. Yes. That's yeah, obviously that was, that where confused they are. confused me so much. Yes. They are, they are enjoying the food truck delights of Portland, Oregon, but they said they were going to Washington and those two places are next to each other. They're not the same thing. So here's my theory. I think that Asuelo's family lives in Vancouver, Washington. And the trick, and that's right on the border. So it's like mm. it's like a Dallas-Fort Worth situation, except it's Vancouver and Washington. You got the Columbia River, and then you got Portland, Oregon right below it. Here, People who live in Vancouver, Washington are smart because they live in a state that has no income tax across a bridge from a city that charges no sales tax. Wow. So you live in Washington and you shop in Oregon. Spend all your money without sales tax. So I think that that is all part of their thing in this family. Do you think Asuelu stayed in Portland and he's one of the uh, protesters? <laughs> Maybe he's leading the charge. You get the revolution. Maybe we'll find out. In the next season. I feel like he has no idea what's happening. He's probably like, why are all those people mad? Did they see Don't ghosts? They saw ghosts. Maybe they just <laughs> need to poop. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for... Interesting thank you. tidbit. Oh, we, got, we had two horns. In this Is that one of the places you guys were considering mm. moving into when you were looking to move? Yeah. Yeah, we stayed there for, what, a few days? Yeah, both Vancouver and um, parts of Portland. It's beautiful. Um, so Kalani calling Asuelu a crybaby. It's like, yeah, girl. <laughs> we're, we're, that's what we've been saying for three years. Like, Oh, yeah, when like he gets this pissed. This season is, is so sweet to me because I, I see it in all the couples. You, all, you have one that's realizing the things that everybody else was screaming at their television. Mm-hmm. But then finally, they get all the food. They're at the table. The sisters and the mom are not really impressed by the feast that they just bought. I think it looks amazing. Yeah, I know. Yes. As someone who's been eating his own hamburgers for three months in quarantine. Ugh, yeah. Um, it's, it was and the then best of the best. Mm-hmm. It looks so good. <laughs> and then, boom! The sisters like, so did you bring mom money? Or money for mom? Where's the money? Yeah, she's like, how much money? Is how that what she says? Me? Where's the money? How much money? Ugh. Like, she screamed it. She didn't just say it. She was like, it felt like somebody loud. was feeding her the line. Yeah. Like, and she was just poorly acting. It just seems that's how comically insane this moment is. It was like a. It was like, is there a new Gremlins out? Like, it was almost like what <laughs> Gremlins four. <laughs> it was crazy, and the mom was like, "Yeah, where's my money?" and I gotta say, I was proud of Asuelo for, you know, standing up for himself and being like, yeah, I mean, we brought you $100. They're clearly not happy. And he's like, I mean, I have a family, man. Yeah. Anyone else catch? She was like listing all of the things she needs to send money for. Yes. And one of them was the church. Yes. In Samoa. Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I thought this was to help the mom yeah. financially. And she's like, I gotta send money to the church. Also notice that what? none of the cost included getting 
sign language classes for the daughter that can't hear anything. Can you imagine how isolating that must be? I would be so frustrated. And it's it's like one person mm-hmm. knows how to do it, and it's like, well, you're the you're going to be our family translator. Yeah, that's <sighs> sorry. Insane. I'm still I'm still that's pissed insane. about that. It's upsetting. Yeah, there's so much about this family that's upsetting. So much. And you can see he's starting to realize it. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, okay. They really don't care about anything. But yeah, money. and he even that says sucks. it. Yeah, at the he's end. like, I think Kalani was right. You know, they just look at me for money after they storm out because he only brought a hundred dollars. He finally realizes yeah, they it. weren't paying any. I mean, of course they could have cut out this footage, but like they weren't really paying attention to the babies. Yeah, it no, was, they just wanted the money. Yeah. And I love Kalani. Because, you know, they're grilling Aswello about the money and blah, blah, blah. And the sister's like, you know, you have to help uh, your family. You know how our culture, your parents are the priority, whatever. And Kalani's like, well, do you give them money? Long pause. That was amazing. It was so good. The the most awkward pause. None of your business. You just made it. No, I don't. Yeah. First of all, the whole topic is giving mom money. And then mm-hmm. for you to say, well, what do you give her? And then it's none of your business. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Okay, You've made it everybody's zero. business. Yeah. Obviously zero. And then the, there's no excuse for how terrible the uh, Asuelu's mother treated Kalani. And, and you, you know, when they go back to Asuelu, they have the close-up on him. And you can see the gears finally turning. And he's realizing, well, I had to take care of my family. This isn't right. And you're just, I just want to like put my hand on his shoulder and be like, yeah, bub, life lessons are hard. (laughs) 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 It's like, he's he's finally getting it. And it it feels like it it took so much to get to this point, but you know, you don't want to take it for granted. Just happy that he's, he's finally putting two and two together. I think it's not only that, but he's also realizing how important, um, like memories and experiences are for your family Mm -hmm. and maybe like you know that time where he was trying to hide in the bedroom during his child's birthday party Mm -hmm. like what's really important is that you're spending time with people yeah especially your family Mm -hmm. i think that was hitting him too yeah and i like how he stood up to his parents and said like i don't want to try to just suck her family for all their worth like i don't want to just rely on them like it, it it it's almost like i'm really thankful they had this trip because it feels like i don't know asuelo is growing mm-hmm. he should add it to his life scrapbook you know how kids <laughs> have like my life from one to ten <laughs> he should add it to today his i learned about family yeah he'll take one of those he'll take one of the grilled cheeses and just like wedge it in between the pages <laughs> To the, to the credit, though, of the Asuelo's family, they asked him, why are you only working a part-time job? And, you know, we're talking about pre-pandemic, you know, when employment numbers were so low and, and, and employers were finding, having a hard time filling jobs because we're letting less immigrants in, so there's less people to do the work. It's actually a pretty good question. How could Os- do we ever find out or do we know why he's only part-time and a Well, full-time? he says he says that they've been trying and sending his application everywhere. But you got to remember, he comes from Samoa. We don't know how much education he's had. We don't know his background, experience. Yeah. I'm sure it's really tough. You can't get a job at McDonald's? 
I don't know. Good point. I don't know. I don't know if he really instills much confidence in the people, like strangers he talks to. <laughs> like imagine yeah. being like, yeah, okay, you're here for a job. And he's like, yes, I went poop last night. And he'd be like, okay, we are trying we're trying to run a business here. I, need, I don't know like what you're going to say to people. I don't know if I can trust you. And it's that point in the job interview where they're like, well, do you have any questions for us? And he's like, well, are there do you have ghosts here? <laughs> Very. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I, I shouldn't make fun of that. Keisha, do you ask that to the people uh, who maybe I do, Brandon. interview you? Maybe I do. Maybe I do that in the, do you have any questions for us? And I'm like, number one, <laughs> yeah. are how there many ghosts? ghosts? <laughs> number two, how many? <laughs> it's an important question. I always think about that when booking an Airbnb. Does it look creepy and that there's a ghost? Yeah, but would... Paul, you don't really believe in ghosts, right? No, you're best. I was no, trying no, to no, make seriously, sure. this is important. Do you believe in ghosts? She does. I don't know. Yes, I do. Yes, what? yes. I'm Mexican. Of course I believe in it's ghosts. real, Brandon. Everyone else Mexicans believe in ghosts. Yeah, that's a whole like, it's the whole day of the dead thing, right? Isn't that like the point of it? Yes. Your, your ancestors come them. visit you and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. I mean, Todd and I used to visit, you know, there's a whole like house in California that's very haunted and full of ghosts uh we used to visit them regular regularly to pay respects um it's actually what? like it's a really like nice time and you're not allowed to just like dump ashes there or anything you just have to like kind of move through quickly like in a very organized line um mm. oh yeah and you each you everybody gets their own car that they they kind of sit in i mean it's well it's really more like a i guess like a buggy yeah and they're saying like the ghosts are they're they're just they're in a really good mood because they've been brought back to life for for it's just like, that it's, experience it's, there's a lot of it's singing entertaining and it's just like a nice time it really makes you like reflect on a, on a lot of stuff do and they dance in a ballroom like in the anastasia movie <gasps> there the is there is dance. a dancing yeah. in a ballroom have you been to this this nice. I, this no, haunted I would love place to. This it's haunted called, building? It's a haunted mansion. <laughs> oh, yes. That's what it's called. Disneyland. If there... <laughs> Just how you pay respects to the... There's like dead. singing gargles and everything. I love the haunted mansion. My favorite thing, and I swear to God, if you guys don't find a way to spread my ashes there when I die, even though it's Hold against on, the Hold on. We rules, were going to prop you up in roller skates. <laughs> okay. After that, I want to be cremated. <laughs> and if you guys don't... If you guys don't spread my ashes in the haunted mansion, I swear I will haunt the shit out of you, and it'll be really—it'll be like the most frustrating. God thing. damn it! There's so many so instructions. I hope you're writing this down, Tom. No, okay, now we joke a lot, and there's like being propped up, like the weird body in in or- and all of this. This On is this is actually a genuine request. Like this, this has been said in a serious way. You should be terrified when I die that if you it's haven't done will. it, you have, you have, I'll give you 90 days. 90 days. <laughs> I'll give you 90 days. Okay. To, the thing is though, my ashes there. this is not an uncommon request. And yes. Lots I was going to say they had to set up rules for it because it's people kept wanting to dump people's ashes in the haunted They have mansion. to shut down the ride and treat it like a biohazard when they kept, this is real. When they Come catch on. people scattering ashes in the in the ride, oh my god! True. And so it's you get in deep shit, <laughs> like. Well, imagine being in the ride and like someone's ashes. Yeah, it's well, not how cool. do you know it's cool. it's just it's just dust though, right? Is that how would and you bits know? Of bone. What if you bought a lot of fast passes and you just dump them like in pieces, each like time? one tablespoon at a time? Just just like yeah, I'm not going to do the whole thing. 
I'm gonna do we'll a little have to bit. Be wearing, <laughs> we'll have to be wearing masks for a long time, but just like pretend like you have to sneeze and just like put a little handful. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you like you, you like LeBron James it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'll have 90 days to to figure out how you're gonna do it, but if you don't, right, there will right, be. A we'll price figure it out. Awesome. Can't if wait. ghosts are real, I can tell you the last place I'm going to be is my house. Because, like, if I'm a ghost, why do I want to see some live dude bang my ex-wife? <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, she's still my wife to me because I'm, I'm dead. I didn't divorce her, you know, every night. So I'm banging someone? <laughs> yeah. If I die, I hope you're going to find someone to bang. But I don't want to, like, you know, be there all right we'll go to live somewhere else then and so that means that means when else. you when you start to bang you have to say stop banging me for a moment and then, <laughs> and then you say brandon go in the other room <laughs> you just sort of say, say it out loud. go in the other room we're, we're about to bang and oh. like i'm and gonna I give you a moment you so and then you can start I banging you again so much you gotta bring out your ouija boards so that you can communicate with brandon Let's be real, Brandon. You'll never leave this house. Your ghost is gonna be here forever. Who is My girl. Are we moving on to Larissa? I don't know. Let's I just do press it. a random button. You can oh. move on to whoever you yeah, want. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do Colty. Um. So the last episode ended with Debbie very intentionally letting Jess know that Vanessa was taking care of the cats. Right. So on this episode, we see Jess pissed off. She storms away. Cole just stays behind and is with Debbie, just kind of like hanging out. And Debbie's like, oh, I'm sorry. I just, I didn't know that Jess doesn't approve of Vanessa. I'm so sorry. And Jess is just like walking away. She's like leaving. And Debbie's trying to convince Cole to break it off. She's like, you know, look how she's reacting, blah, 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 whatever. Anyways, Cole goes behind Jess, tries to get to her. And it was crazy, y'all. He like, goes down and she's like fuck you blah 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 somehow jess got vanessa's number people keep getting each other's numbers and she texts vanessa and asks her if like you know she's been talking to colt and it's like yeah we talk every day so jess goes back upstairs fucking fired up and goes into the room and that's when the heel goes flying towards colt's head i have a i have a question for everybody here about this whole like getting numbers off of somebody else's yes. phone thing so Kristen and i have been together for 18 years and i don't think well i, I have never looked through her phone like ever i i don't even know like i assume it's password protect something like i just don't even like it's not <laughs> even a thing i try i assume it's yeah we it's don't do reciprocated mm-hmm. but like how common is this that people are picking up their their significant other's phone and like going through it and collecting information? Pretty, I think it's pretty common. That's terrible. People have a right to privacy. They should have a right. No matter how connected you are, they should have a right to be able to do or say whatever they want. But know. also, though, do you think that some of this was kind of planned by Colt to cause drama because he didn't have a lock on his phone? Or he had that thing where even if you're not the person looking at the phone, it'll still show you a preview or something because Mm. something's going on where how did one, how did she get access to his phone Two, how did she get into his phone? Because the majority of people have passcodes. 
So what? Well, does Debbie have a jitterbug? <laughs> Might be easy to <laughs> get into. What's a jitterbug? <laughs> oh, you got to find out about the jitterbug. It's that, like not the dance. It's another oh, thing. Oh, <laughs> it, it is if actually Debbie related a... to the dance. Oh my God. In that. <laughs> I don't know what those The is. people who are old enough to have done the jitterbug are now the people who own the phone. Does Kristen have a jitterbug? Oh, does she? Is she going to show us a jitterbug? <laughs> so it's just like Google it. It's, it's okay, we shouldn't, it is a, it's a mobile phone for seniors. Okay. And okay. it just has like basic functionality, right? Which is that, that's a good thing. I get it. I, that I'm glad that they make such a thing. It's just funny that it's called the jitterbug. Does it work like as a real phone? I just kind of imagine like, it's like one of those, like like a phone for kids where you pick <laughs> right. it up. It's like the cow says moo. It's like you pick it up and your grandson says, I love you, grandpa. The 1970s were great. Or, I don't know. I just, I don't know if she went into Colt's phone to get the number because then she would have found out that he still talks to Vanessa. So I, I don't think Colt planned planned it. But I, I do think it's possible he just has a password that's easy to notice. Like, I can't help Or she but got the number a different Paula's, way. The pattern Paula uses. Oh, Brandon knows my password. Yeah, because I, I can't not see the pattern she uses when she you puts it. away. I try, but sometimes I just don't know. So then I started sneaking into her phone to do updates. Like, I didn't look at her text messages. I would just, when she's showering open it to do a software update on her phone. I despise software <laughs> updates. I hate it. I hate having to put in my password a million That's times. <laughs> hate it. So he does it for me. I appreciate it. Wow. Anyways. But yeah, and I didn't, I wasn't intentionally trying to figure out her password. Uh, and I, I try to, but it's just sometimes... If someone has a pattern that's easily noticeable, you just you just notice, and you can't not f remember it. So, Colt doesn't seem like the type that would want to be out of control of a situation, mm -hmm. and he was pretty out of control of this situation. I mean, the poor camera guy almost got hit by a shoe. That's true. It all happened so fast. So at what point did she get the number? I just kind of feel like someone gave it to her. I, I bet know. you heard the it password just all is happened Jess. very fast. I feel like she would she would make him change his password to something like that. She tells us that when she first asked Colt to stop talking to Vanessa, Colt sent her screenshots where he supposedly texted Vanessa and was like, "Hey Vanessa, you need to stop being in between us. Oh, I love Jess. That's right. We can't talk anymore. Yeah. Blah blah blah." So he sent this to Jess, and it was all bullshit, as we know. So that's why Jess is like, "Of course she's pissed." I would be furious. So were those were fake screenshots? Did he like Photoshop them? I don't know. They them? were fake. He either Photoshopped well, them or he either told Vanessa. Create a fake contact oh. with the same name and then text it and then delete the your text that you're texting it. So then it'll show up as a. <gasps> yeah. He's he's a remember he's a software developer. So like the like security oh, yeah. and like that kind that's of true. thing. That's just kind of like, yeah, you, you know how to do stuff like that. That's true. Or maybe he even told Vanessa about it. You know, he's like, I'm just going to send you this real quick. Ignore it. It's to like make Jess happy. And I don't think you can fault Jess for any of this because we know that Colt was lying about Always. it. Always. Yeah, she was very clear. Hey, I don't like it. Can you please stop? And he's like, oh, yeah, here are some texts as proof. It was all a lie. It's terrible. 
Um, so yeah, she goes back, throws her shoes at him, and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, you're trying to hurt me! Just, What's happening?" What a great breakup! Awesome. I mean, like, you know what pissed me off though? Fantastic. When they were waiting, they're finally downstairs, and she's like. First of all, she threatens to sleep with another man because he's trash. Yeah. I forgot about that. It was so great. Way to yeah. sneak that in. But then he was a piece and of garbage for being like, I was gonna so I was gonna propose to you. Oh bitch. Gross, no, you weren't. Dude. Shut up. Yeah, fuck you, Cole. Also, okay, so he's in trouble for being friends with Vanessa. But she's not in trouble for having her ex like on speed dial to just go sleep with him at any like <laughs> the on, contingency like, any moments <laughs> any moments notice like when, obviously when cold trash been talking. <laughs> it's like having a dick inside it's of a, a glass it, case like breaking yeah, case of I emergency. think she like she coded some logic on her phone that like if Colt is trash call my ex <laughs> yeah like that's okay so that's okay like how is that. And wasn't it like in the middle of the night or something? <laughs> yeah. It was like, yeah. wow, man. I kind of feel like she was making this up and there was no ex. And no. she just went to a friend's no. and like, oh, was I pissed. Hope, I hope she went somewhere and got laid. Well, there is a little bit of a preview she, where Colt mm-hmm. mentions how in the next episode she shows up at like three, four o'clock in the morning with another guy yep. banging on the door. And oh, with another guy? I he mentioned that, that there's like, are they going to have sex in Colt's room? Oh, that's a power a move. Power move. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I missed Damn. the part that she was with the other guy. I thought it was just her that was banging on the door. It was in one of the like previews or like a commercial. He, I, I, I'm pretty sure he said like he, she was with another guy. Some other guy mm-hmm. was with her. And then he wound up saying like, "I'm just gonna get another hotel room. I'm out of here." Yeah, I. I think yeah, the quote is I last night in Brazil. I'm gonna fuck another man because you're trash. <laughs> yeah, yeah girl. that's exactly what she said. Yeah, yeah she's girl. like you're garbage. You're worse. And than I love trash. how he trash she is just better. yeah. She goes into the room, throws her shoes at him, grabs, packs her shit, grabs all her bags, and she's like, mm-hmm. "Bye." You know, she really- doesn't even let him explain. He's like following her, like, "I love you. I was gonna propose." But the veil it's has like, been completely no. lifted. Yeah. Like, if you just look at her mannerisms, like when he would touch her, she would recoil away because she was just repulsed at the idea of his touch. So it's like the allure of a quasi-celebrity. Please don't use allure and cult in the same sentence. <laughs> no, but it's true. Like, the, the the idea of him being somebody is just completely gone. All you're left with is with what you see and what you have right in front of you. Meanwhile, Sorry, Colt, if you're listening to this, but, you know, you've made a good amount of money off this show. You can deal. Mm-hmm. Sorry, your bro, choice. but, you know. It was your choice to be judged. Yeah, you messed up. Yeah. Meanwhile, Debbie's back in her room with, like, a cigar and some whiskey <laughs> and, like, celebrating. She's, like, She's doing the Mr. Burns finger tapping thing. <laughs> it's all coming together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's the mastermind behind all of this. Of course she knew. But... It was insane. Like, what are you guys saying? What would you have done if you were Jess? I love what she did. I would have done the same yeah, thing. I would have reacted the exact same way. I wish I was in a, there was a point in any of my breakups where I could have just kept calling the person trash. I never <laughs> thought of that. Just over and over. You're trash. You're trash. trash. Don't touch You're me. worse than trash. Trash is better. <laughs> have you ever told, have you ever used the line, I'm going to go fuck for no. <laughs> Just to get- 
There is no going back from you that. You can't because when like. you say it, you kind of have to do it. And then yeah. I've already thought about <laughs> having to call them, getting dressed. You're like, oh man, but Blank just had I'll a prob- baby and he's married. I probably like, need a shower. Got to take care of. Yeah, you know, like it's just a lot of work leading up to that. <laughs> Got to redo my my yeah. Playboy bunny tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen, what do you think? Um, yeah, I thought that was great. And I, she left it purposely. Um, she didn't name a specific name. She just said my ex. So it could be like. Yeah, genius. Could be anyone. People. It's great. I mean, I think she's in all of her right to react like this. And cold, like usual, he's like, I I just, I, whatever, excusing his behavior. Like, and like, I think he says, she even tried to hurt me. No one's ever tried to physically hurt me. Oh, shut up. Mm. I mean, like, his one just, eyebrow was like almost on the ceiling. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, the highest like, we've seen it go. His reaction, like during this, is like, "Ah, oh, stop! No, <laughs> what? Oh, okay." Just bizarre. Did else, that eyebrow? Did it bring back flashbacks? What was it? What, what year was it? Like two thousand five, six, when uh, President uh, W. Bush was in uh, Iraq at a press yeah. conference, and an Iraqi reporter threw his shoes at the president our president and he like you know he was like fucking neo that shit like total matrix style dodged out of the yeah. way so i gotta hand it to to colty he is uh has some good reflexes i feel like if someone threw a shoe at our current president it would it just hit him in the or face just bounce off just- <laughs> yeah and then he, <laughs> he just wouldn't notice it there's nothing going on there he'd say it's nobody just- threw a shoe or he'd say he was the best shoe <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody has better shoes man camera woman shoe, shoe tv <laughs> so so what was so perfect about that that list of items he lamed is like so in, in an interview like that it's extremely common to have a producer director whatever you want to call it for that style of show they were doing to the side with a, a monitor off screen so the president was literally just naming the things that were in front of there. Yeah. So to him, there was a television, yes. a mobile television, probably like a, a, an LCD monitor on a tripod stand with wheels, something that's easy to move. So he's, he's literally naming just the naming things the things yeah. in front of him. And so he keeps naming the same items like in a braggadocious way. But it's we know that you just... Every time you're just looking off to the side because you forgot the list of <laughs> items. You're just naming the things that are in front of you. Sorry. Uh, that was for you know, our... Uh, those those for, were uh, Dolphan 77. Yeah. Dolphin hey, 77. you know, uh, uh, what was it again? Uh, what was his review? It was uh, funny and very entertaining. Very funny and entertaining. Very funny and entertaining. Dot, dot, dot. Actually, I have an update. I have an update for everybody. So I did a quick Google search of his uh, username, and I found that he has left another review for another po- a podcast called uh, Murder Under the Midnight Sun. Ooh. And here's the review. It's a, another one-star review. I would love this if it weren't for the host's uber-liberal li- political views. There we go. Thumbs down. I, I sense a trend. Well, he didn't say that was very yeah. funny and entertaining. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Like we're a little bit above that. We one. got a watchdog on our hands, everybody. <laughs> yeah, oh, boy, keeping, I love one star review people. They're just the very best. They're also the most eager to leave oh, reviews. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I would say you know maybe like think about what happens when somebody 
does a Google search of your username because they may be able to find out like things all the way down to your home address. So just be careful of that. And their phone number and just if they use if they use a certain username like on certain in certain places, it's as easy as finding their home address and phone number. So I don't know. Of course it's like some old sixty two year old man. Yeah. Why was he listening to this? Should we call him? Can we call him live (laughs) on the air here and be like, hey, I just wanted to ask you, like, what exactly? Yeah, he's into, uh, let's see, what else? Uh, He's wondering where to listen to the game online in a Miami Dolphins forum. So he's a Miami Dolphins fan. Oh, we just know that's just the first page of results. I guess that's the problem when you're not an adult, you know how to Google. (laughs) All right. I'm kind of like, Scared that you can find all that information online. <laughs> yeah. Based on a review. Shall we move on? Before we do, uh, props to Jess because it's an epic breakup. And also, uh, Colt kept asking you for five minutes and you knew to just say no. He's after your soul. If you let him talk, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Don't let him rope you with his webs. You know, it's uh-huh. just like, bye. I'm done. You did the one thing I asked you not to. You produced fake evidence. Goodbye. Like, go Jess. Yeah, good job. I love it. I love it. Yeah, we're not talking about like Hamilton here, you know. Uh, He's not a a a talented linguist like Hamilton. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And also, you know, she he always made it seem like Larissa was the crazy one. And when you have two women throwing shit at you, maybe you're the problem. I saw this meme where they were like, uh, Colt was about to call the police, but then he realized that he's in Brazil. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yes. Anyways. So Larissa. Larissa. This was not a fun argument that they had, but necessary and good for Larissa. No. Yeah. We start with her. She said Carmen's like telling her the whole drama, you know, and Carmen is enjoying giving her the speech of I told you so this was gonna happen um and they did this for like a few commercial breaks where like the door would ring and they're like is it the police and guess what guys it was Amazon <laughs> yeah I think I think so Carmen dumb. purposely uh got Amazon orders delivered at that time just to freak <laughs> her out yeah keep her on her toes <laughs> yep um and oh I was gonna say like you know we have Eric's roommate with the bucket hat and super 90s. Carmen's style is also super 90s. Like her hair, her jeans with the thick black belt. Okay, so do we see like a potential spinoff here between like Carmen (laughs) and Eric's roommate? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Um, So. What I couldn't get over is after that huge argument, it's, you know, back to Eric talking to the camera and he's like, I'm not sure we're going to make it. It's like, <laughs> oh, no yeah, shit. man. I'm not sure either. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. Like, this is, no. Just, come on. Like, don't even, why are you even pretending like you think there's any chance that this is going anywhere? This is not one of those arguments. This this is yeah. a breakup. You're never coming back from I it. I mean, some people are toxic and they are involved in toxic relationships and some people yeah. fight like that and get back together. True. You know, it happens. Oh, we, 
He just wants that season seven money, and it's not coming, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Have you noticed yeah. his tell? So essentially, Larissa. So he, he like when he really is backed into a corner, he does a lot of like above the shoulder, really intense body oh, yeah. language. What are you talking about, <laughs> girl? This kind of hands and arms and elbows. It's my house, girl. You come in yeah. here, girl. I know. Oh, he lot. keeps calling her girl. That's, that's the yeah. tell. Yeah, girl. Gross. Yeah, essentially. Larissa goes back to Eric's and they fight. They start fighting about everything that happened. It's all the same fight as the last episode. They're calling each other names. I mean, this is over. It's super done. Larissa calls him a loser and a cheap bitch. <laughs> which... <laughs> so good. It's pretty good. <laughs> She's the queen of quotes, man. It's like, you cheap bitch. She could almost make, I, I don't know if she already does this, uh, like the woman on Curb Your Enthusiasm. What is her name? Susie? Oh, uh, yeah. Who, Susie, I think, charges um, two or $300 per cameo just to like tell people off, like how she does Amazing. on uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. And I feel like Larissa could do the same thing if you just paid her to call you like a cheap bitch. I like it. And just chew you out. Like, I would pay for that. <laughs> it's awesome. I'd pay for that. I would love that. Yeah, you get into some of that uh, Stephanie Patreon money. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw that. That was pretty nuts, what she put out there. Tell us about it. Well, it's funny, because I think Todd was talking about this either on last week's episode or the previous week, but about her Patreon page. And I guess some random douchebags, guys, because guys on the internet are, are real fucking assholes, were chastising her for offering a free tutorial to anybody interested in learning about Patreon uh, or subscription services. Like they were like, oh, you think you're that shit? Like you should be giving teaching classes? Oh, ha, 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 ha. So in I'll order- I'll take that class. I want to learn. Yeah, I honestly- Show I me would, your ways. I would too. Like, you know, that's one, we're trying to figure out how to, you know, monetize these podcasts, as, for instance. Like it's- it's useful information. So she, what she was trying to do is just establish herself as an authority. And to do that, she put out how much money she makes. And I think she put a screenshot from a two-week period on a single platform. And I don't know if it was Patreon or um, OnlyFans, but I think it was... Todd, do you remember how much? Let's see here. The What she was making in a two-week period on this single platform, and she... she uh, shared this openly like she was this was a point she was making for for her uh, followers on on Instagram uh, in a two-week period August 1st through uh, yesterday August 14th uh, she grossed 42,000 and then there's some fees that are taken out of the service so she netted about $34,000 in two weeks which means if you take out yeah. taxes like let's assume she pays like 40 she's at like a 40% tax rate and she makes roughly that, you know, every two weeks, which is probably, you know, that's probably a spike. Um, she's still taking home like half a million dollars a year on this one platform. Yeah, she's one platform. Yeah. And she said she's like bought house, house, cars with it. Like it's it's pretty good money. And I, I the what thing I thought was really cool is she broke it down per service. Like it wasn't just the people who were subscribing, but it seems like the bulk of the money she's making are from direct messages. And all I could think about was David who pays to yes. message and like have like yes. a, what he thinks is real, which is not like a private conversation with these attractive women. Mm -hmm. 
It's insane. Like, good for her, man. It's but it's he's super not. Awesome. But David is not being scammed because he's paying. It's true. <laughs> Why don't you understand this? He can't be getting scammed because he's, he's paying, paying them money. So he doesn't get scammed. That's, That's right. He my, pays them my so favorite, he doesn't. My favorite David quote, I think it was from a um, 90 Day Strikes Back, but somebody said, man, David, you're in La La Land. And he goes, oh, come on. I think you mean I'm in Lana Land. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Oh my, oh my god. Oh my god, he's so terrible. They clearly fed him that line and he was like, Yeah, okay, sweet. I got it. That's like when he Lana sent that Lance. email back to his private investigator with a picture of him and Lana. <laughs> I love that email. Didn't he do the oh yeah, you're right, she was fake. Not 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 <laughs> like it's 1992 no. <laughs> i really hope we make it on um 90 day strikes back that's the dream if we make it then we'll we'll shut down <laughs> we'll be like mission accomplished way to go way to that's go right. team hey maybe we can uh uh maybe we can get dolphin 77 to help us out with that because that way we'll just go away it's it's the only way to take us off of the apple podcast Sure. There you go. Get us on the show, and then we'll go away. I don't think anything else happened with Larissa. I think that was it. Um, let's go to Paul and Carini. Not America's sweethearts, as I've called them when this season started. Not gotta... America's sweethearts. Not much Man, happened no, with them, no. really. You just can't get a job. It's just yeah. like um, they're in the new house. Yeah, yeah, and Karini seems to be over it already. She's <laughs> upset about the extremely loud train next to their house. Yeah. She, they have a a newborn baby who like mm-hmm. needs to sleep, mm-hmm. and she needs to sleep too. I thought she was being a little silly about it because I'm just like, oh, you know, like a train. It's nice, but then Paul explained. It shakes the fucking house. And it's like a tiny home, too. So you know, like, there isn't a lot of foundation to that right. thing. So there, And there I had to it. be something, right? Like, I don't know about you, but when, when they pulled up to that place and they walked in there, I was like, this is so nice. much better than <laughs> any... Because at first, he was, he was looking at a double wide that had all, like, somebody had gone in and, like, gutted the thing for copper wire. Like, yeah, it was wrecked. Mm-hmm. So, like... The insulation was all over the floor, like parts of the walls were missing. Yeah. And then suddenly here they are in this place. It's like, hey, that's actually, you know, it's small, but it's, it's, it's clean. It's new. It's, you know, there's more mm-hmm. than one room. And uh, like, what, what's the trick? Oh, that's it. It's right next to a tree yeah. <laughs> that shakes the whole house. And it shakes. Uh. <laughs> and with a baby, I can't even imagine. Oh, I like, know. Yeah, so I get it. I get Karini's frustration, and I think she says that they've been in the U.S. for a month now, and Paul also hasn't found a job, so that's pretty much their story. You know, he has to get a job, he has to get his Mm -hmm. shit together, and she tells him that he has two months to do so, or she's going back to Brazil. Flash forward to now, we know that they're not currently together, I don't think, so I don't really know Mm -hmm. the situation, but that's the story. I, I wish there was a way for him to like fi- gain employment despite his record like but also I, yeah. he seems to be like just a totally loose cannon and mm-hmm. that's kind of why these rules are in place right so it's uh, 
Hard to say. Maybe he should start on OnlyFans. Yeah, that's, yeah right. <laughs> it's just a camera guy f- just following Paul wherever he's running. <laughs> Where is he going today? <laughs> <laughs> and we did see, right, the preview for the next episode is him running. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I died with that preview. <laughs> he's running after Karini Falar. Falar, Karini Falar. Well, that's, uh, yeah, not a lot happened with them this week. Just. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Moving on to Tanya and Sinjin. Sinjin, he is South Africa's sweetheart. He is fucking loving it. Yeah, so pretty much they're hanging out at the Airbnb with the mom and the sister, and they go visit the brother. He's the one that had the blood cloth. Oh, there's a part where. They're driving and Sinjin, I guess he just like breaks really fast and Tanya just freaks out because remember she had like that really bad accident mm-hmm. and he makes fun of her and she just starts crying. And at first I was like, okay, that's a lot. But then I remember she was in a terrible yeah. car accident. So she probably has, you know, that trauma. Yeah. So. PTSD. Yeah, yeah. Like I, God, I, she has every right to do it. I just, it would be so annoying to be in the car with her. And, you, and the worst thing is you can't even say anything because you're like, oh, well, I know she got in a car accident. I can't say anything. I'm an asshole. But somebody totally makes sense. Someone pointed out, right, that she wasn't wearing a seatbelt during oh, that. Not really? that you're that makes I you like not that. allowed to be scared. No, but like maybe wear, wear a seatbelt just to help out a yeah. little bit. She wasn't wearing a seat. What dummy? Why wasn't she no, wearing she a seatbelt? No, she was wearing a seatbelt, but she was doing that thing where you put the thing that goes over this way behind you. Oh, yeah. okay. I, re-ex- well, I re-examined that photo. Yeah. That's not the way to wear your seatbelt, especially if you're scared. I wonder how she wears her mask now. Oh, God. She's a under the nose Under the person, nose, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's the type um, that, that cuts the slit right across the mouth so she can eat with the mask on. <laughs> yeah so they get to visit Sinjin's brother and you know he seems to be extremely close with the sibling as well they hug Sinjin cries like this guy is obviously very 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 tied with all of his family Um, and the brother's like so how's how's America and Sinjin's like you know it's not it's alright it's the grass is not really greener. Like, he's just like, he doesn't have anything positive to say. Well, he hasn't made any new friends, you know? Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. Go like, join a friends. volleyball a team. <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. Uh, <laughs> we give us Swaylu so much shit. He made friends. He, yeah. One of my, uh, yeah, one of my favorite true. things about him hanging out with his friends, though, is like, they spent like at least three or four minutes talking about how fat he's gotten. And like, oh yeah <laughs> i was like thank you for showing this i didn't know that guys grilled their friends as much as some girls do like at least honest friends like hey oh, that happens what ha- like what's going on and you know yeah. but i was good to see that on tv that guys also make fun of their That's friends true. For yeah you don't see that a lot yeah. it, like it does happen but you don't you don't mm-hmm. see that a lot on television he gained his freshman 15 well you guys don't hear todd and i talking before you guys all jump in in the uh the zoom meeting it's you we're always the first two and we're always kind of giving you talk about each other's looks constantly i'm like i just i really hate that that bandana you have around your neck it just makes you always yeah but then i'm like i love the green headband it just really brings out like why don't you guys do this when everyone's around it's good look at you (laughs) (laughs) anyways yeah so sinjin yeah he's you know hanging out with his brother hanging out with his friends just 
living it up. And Tanya goes to the market with Sinjin's mom and sister, and they're kind of like trying to get to know her. And I think they understand like her frustrations and her side. What do you guys think about this whole thing? I, I don't know. They kept saying how Sinjin is I, a free that's spirit, the so that... she shouldn't expect much about okay. him. And it's not, that's I hate not that fair. Shit. I hate you can't just say you're a free spirit and have that be an excuse to be one, a bad husband and two, a lazy piece of shit. Like that doesn't give you permission to be drinking all day, to be complaining about how you don't have friends. Like you're not this like, like, like a animal that's trapped in a cage and you can't do anything because you're a free spirit. Like that, that pissed me off. Cause and her, his family kept saying that, Oh, you're trying to contain him. He's a free spirit. Yes, like, even the little oh sister, she's like 16. God. She's like, you're containing him. He can't commit. Then why did he yeah. get married? Like, this guy, probably in the whole season of the foreigners that moved to the U.S., he has the best English. Yeah. He could he go and, like, live his best life. Hair, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. even I mean, toddler as well Isn't that his native it? language, though? Yeah, well, he's, uh, um, he's probably, like, South Afrikaans, African. South African. So, he well, he is. So, he speaks English and Afrikaans. Uh, fluently yeah yeah, but he's also like one of the few people on the show who just really isn't motivated by being in the united states he's there just truly just because of her and he's just kind of like it's not that great you know i'd actually just kind of rather be back in south africa i prefer it here you know for for all the both countries flaws he'd just rather be in south africa so he's not impressed yeah yeah he's not going back I said this last week. I contend it. He's he is he he's, he's gonna get a refund on that seat, that return flight. He's he's staying in South Africa. Sorry, Tanya, you're gonna have. It to- sucks because like I understand Sinja's side on this relationship, but in this scenario, he hasn't said one positive thing about his life with his new wife in the U.S. And like Tanya's just next to him, just kind of like, all right, like then what are we right. doing? Yeah, that's shitty. I just don't understand why the two of them so. like. I, it seems like it's a kind of a series of. Okay, so he came over in ninety day fiance. They had ninety days to get married, and she spent thirty days at a herbalism retreat in Costa Rica, <laughs> right? So. Mm-hmm. For a third of that time, he was alone, and that, of course, caused problems. And she gets back, and there's this whole, like, you're not my soulmate thing, and yet they still get married. And then yep. it seems like yep. pretty soon after that, she gets in this terrible accident, and he becomes the caretaker. So I like I don't quite know the timelines, but it seems like it's just sort of been a series of, like, they've never really had an opportunity to just, like, be together for an extended Without period. something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're they but they were a couple though that met while they were partying that did a lot of the same thing. Like they were just having sex, going out drinking, going dancing the whole time for at least the first part of their relationship. And then she flies him to Connecticut in the winter (laughs) in a shed. Like he has to finish. That he has to finish. So it's not like she's positioning them for success. But again, and then she peaced yeah, out. Oh, yeah. And then she's like, you got this. I'm going to go learn about some yeah. plants. And then you got the shack. While, gonna... while she was in Colombia or Costa Rica, 
And he would call her. She would be like, I need you to stop being so needy because I'm doing my thing over here. Well, this poor guy is alone in the shed. With with her mom. Right. Right. With her mom. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, I just want to party and like live, do this thing. Can you stop calling me? It's just too much. Wow. Yeah. I just can't. <laughs> I, I still think that if they want to make it work, they have to move somewhere yeah. new. That yes. is new for both of them. New and exciting for mm-hmm. both of them. Yeah. I think Connecticut it, ain't it. They need a they'd have to move to South Africa. Well, that's think. not that would be his place, right? I think it has to be new for both of them. And like build a life together there. Don't terrorize me with your pregnancy. Ooh. Oh God. Here we go. Y'all. Oh. Andre and Elizabeth. What a mess. <laughs> like I don't even know how to break this down. It's just, <laughs> I do you kept... guys do you guys think Elizabeth Elizabeth's brother wears a mask? No, no, absolutely not. No, it's just like all his talk about like American freedom and America. We feel free enough where we don't have to do this or that. It's like this this guy's not wearing a mask right now. <laughs> like he's he is at I don't know where do they go? Where do they shop for grocery groceries in, in Florida? Walmart. Publix, like, uh, Piggly Wiggly. He's at Piggly Wiggly, and he's like, "I'm not wearing a mask." He's what? Were they America. just this ain't Moldova? <laughs> oh my god! He said, and I quote: "In America, we do what we want and we say what we want." Well, okay, Charlie. All right. It all. Were you were you saying, Keisha? No, I'm st- keep going. I'm still fuming a little bit. I'm I'm building up my angry rage right now. It's too much, but I'm gonna try to like break it down. They're fighting, right? That when we saw them last, they were. Still fighting. So this is a continuation mm-hmm. of the fight. Andre and Charlie are just basically yelling at each other what Libby is in the middle. And they're just like, fuck you. No, fuck you. No, fuck you. And they're just caveman at this point. And they get up, right? And they're like at each other's faces trying to fight. And everyone gets up trying to separate them and whatever. So Andrea and Elizabeth go outside and like they leave. And Elizabeth's family, they're just like, you're just going to leave us here? But- your friends? He's like, yeah. And they just leave. And in a in a camera thing, Andre's brother, and it reminds me of what Kristen said in a previous episode, he's like, they're fighting because they're the same. They're mm-hmm. so similar. Like, they're both stubborn and hard-headed and, like, macho, and they're the same, and that's why they keep mm-hmm. fighting. And it's so dumb. Like, they could just be friends and getting it's drunk. True. Yeah, and we learned, too, they, I don't think they've ever mentioned this, but Andre is six foot four. So he's a huge yeah. dude. So you've got, I don't uh, think I yeah. had any idea, like, that's a big dude, like, intimidating guy. So, like, here's these three men who are just total manly men who love to just, you know, push each other around. And, yeah, it's going nowhere because they have everything in common. My God. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a mess. They're fighting. At some point... The dad is asking the friends, they're like, how can you defend Andre when he's trying to fight my son? He's like, in America, we don't do that. In America, we stand up for what is right. His daughter's like, she literally says, whatever. She's like, whatever, not true. Not true. I was annoyed with Elizabeth's father because if anything, he should have just been like, look, we both know my son and Andre are both being ridiculous Mm -hmm. right now. You know, I felt like it was a little like bias for him to try to like dismiss how 
his son's acting and then like put it all on Andre. I, I don't know. But am I being unfair to? No, no, no. I think you're right. Because the dad is just like the brother is going crazy and he's just sitting there, you know, and just kind of like justifying him. And it, they're both at fault. So I don't know. What do you But think? is it like what was frustrating was like because they were guests to that country, they were they had grounds to act like assholes. And they kind of had in, in their, their head, head, they were like, and that's how they're justifying. I'm now. a guest here. So I get a pass because I'm adapting to new things. So I can be aggressive and start fights with Andre. And it's like, no, you could just have to be like a normal human being, like a decent person. Doesn't give you a pass just because you're you're not from the area. Like if I did that and when every time I went to like a new state, be like, what the fuck? I hate <laughs> this place. Fuck you guys. Yeah. I'm from Texas. This is Arizona. Like that doesn't count. Yeah. It's Todd and Kristen come to our house. They're like, well, in Georgetown, this is how we do it. But, but also, <laughs> like they they've asked him now what happened in Ireland so many times that it's just a like times. it's harassment. It is. Yeah. You know, yes. like and even the friend says yeah. that. Yeah. Um at one point cuz the dad is like, "How come can you defend Andre?" And the friend is like, "Well, stop asking the same thing over and over. Yeah. You're pissing him off. Like why are you asking the same thing? What answer are you looking for?" Well, what right do you think you right. have? Well, not even that. Like he already just move on. Yep. Who cares? Like why do you keep asking the same thing? And the excuse is like, "Oh, I want to get to know him and we want to Make sure it's the right fit. What's well, too they're, late? They're married and they have yeah. a daughter they're together. They're just poking so. and poking and poking. And like, what's the... That's what they're doing, yeah. What's the point so of So of course he yeah. got up and he was about to fight them. Yeah. So he's like, I can't hear this one more time. Stop. It's annoying. Yeah. And then Libby is pissed at Andre. She's like, how... Why are you behaving like this? You're acting like that with my family. And he's pissed at her for not defending him. And I, I get it. Like... I, I'm kind of I'm with Andre on that one, you well, know. I think she did a good job of pointing out like you both are being mm -hmm. ridiculous. Yeah, but she's not telling anything to the brother or the dad, like at all. I think she did. We don't see it. I think she stood up. No, I think we did. I guess a little bit. You're right. I think they've also oh, fight me. They've fight also me. been drinking so much. Like this, this episode is the first one where I'm like, oh, Andre's clearly like drunk. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, they were doing vodka yeah. shots. Yeah. yeah, and I think it was either Andre's brother, who I love, or the friend that was like, look, you know, alcohols, I think that's what's happening here, is just kind of making things a lot more tense. Let's try to calm down and, you know, be chill here. It's like all these things that have been like boiling on the surface are now pretty much cast down the open because people have just had too much. Yeah. yeah, it sucks because they could all be buddies getting drunk together. And this is all, they're all there in celebration of their wedding. Okay, like I'm also confused <laughs> by the timeline though, because they mm. mention here like, hey, you know, they're jet lagged. My, my dad and brother are jet lagged. Okay, when is this? Is this all the same yeah. day? Like when they just had the big, was it a big breakfast at, at his house where the, the mom had all that food? Like, where are we oh, in this timeline yeah. and why is there still is it so much jet lag? 36 hours later? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. I don't know. Because you can only blame, blame stuff on your jet lag for so long, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, it's hard to keep track with the way they edit stuff. Like in the other way, 
So I was surprised to find out this week that Devin has only been in South Korea for Ugh. a few days. And I'm like, oh, my God, a few days. I thought we'd been looking at like weeks and weeks and weeks yeah. of footage. All of this stuff is so contracted. So it just depends on how many days they booked the camera crew for. You know, I think it's kind of like a, you guys watch Game of Thrones at all? Anyone? Mm-hmm. There was a certain season in Game of Thrones. It was the one with the trial where they stopped trying to edit based on real time. They just told stories in a way that was most interesting. So like some timelines or some stories took place of the whole season over like six months. Other timelines took place over the course of like a month. But Which they were trial? all edited together. Tyrion's trial? No, um, the uh, Queen's trial, Cersei's trial. Oh. So that season, it's and, and it got worse. Like sometimes, like all of a sudden now... Fucking Daenerys is flying over all of Westeros in a commercial break. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, what is going on here? I think they're just prioritizing. What? They're just prioritizing the edit. You just don't think about the um, timeline. You're not supposed okay. to worry about it. All right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel bad for Elizabeth, like being in the middle. It sucks because, of course, you want your dad and your brother to like your husband. And you want your husband to like your dad and your brother. You want, like... You're in the middle, and the dad oh, and the mess. brother are really like I, I, Andre should not be getting so he shouldn't be getting violent, and and he is being a bit of a jerk about it. But like, really, it's the dad and the brother that are starting all of this. Yeah. Like, when you are guests, mm-hmm. you behave like guests. Mm-hmm. Being a guest does not give you exactly more like authority or. It, it doesn't give you additional privileges. Like you are supposed to be the one like kind of taking things in and being more mm-hmm. flexible than your hosts. Yeah. You know, that's the kind of the whole point of being a guest. And they just, they come in with an agenda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They want to pick apart what they want to figure this guy out. And for some reason they want to do it here now. Yeah. yeah. Why didn't you figure him out in Florida? Like in the million yeah. barbecues that you guys have had. Like wait now. Yeah, and the dad, even at some point, he tells the friends, he's like, don't worry, we won't hold this against Moldova. <laughs> I didn't even yeah. know that was allowed. Can you do that? You just hold things against countries? <laughs> You're going to hold oh, yeah. this dinner and your fight with Andrea against an entire hey, country. Hey, don't worry, though. We're Me and Moldova, we're good, <laughs> but this sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like they're all worried that if Moldova ever tries to join the EU, Elizabeth's dad's going to show up and be like, well... <laughs> There was this Let one dinner. Story. <laughs> Man, you know, there's like the stereotype of an American traveling abroad is, you know, being loud and 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 privileged and expecting certain treatment and just being kind of boorish in general, right? But this is a different kind of US American abroad. This is like a darker, worse, like you're also being loud and annoying. <laughs> But you're you're just really like yeah. you're behaving like you should everybody should just give you all the answers. Right. And that everybody has to justify themselves. Yeah. A heightened sense of importance. Yeah. I, I guess I, I wouldn't say that I expected more mm-hmm. from these two. But like, I mean, you're, you are guests, man. <laughs> Chill out. Well, I think I think pretty highly of Elizabeth's dad, actually. He's always so sensible and, you know, like giving and generous. He's paying for, paying he's paying for paying weddings. really well with the I family. Mean, yeah. It, like, so at this dinner, he kind of, it could be editing. This part could be editing. Like, the brother is out of line. 
the father, mm-hmm. like, he kind of goes back and forth. There, there are some things that he says that are just like, dude, you're acting just like your son. And there are other things that are like, okay, you see that this yeah. is reasonable and you're apologizing and you're trying to smooth things over and all of that. But like, he seems to go, he seems to run mm-hmm. really hot and cold with them. But you think that he, like, Andre actually never showed this part of him, himself, when he was in America? That's why I'm like, is this just like the next, like, is is it like him on steroids and that's why it's confusing to them, like, where this side comes from? Because everything that I've seen of him being in America, I'm like, yeah, there is definitely a point where this guy just flips a switch and could just be really offensive and really rude and abrasive. Like, this not, this whole interaction was not a shock to me. I was like, oh, okay, he's on home turf. He's feeling a little, little extra Moldova, like... (laughs) Yeah, there's the whole thing where like the dad was trying to hook him up with a job and he was being a total dick about it. Like, oh no, I'm not going to take a job from yeah. you and then you're going to want to like hold it over my head. And yeah, that, that's yeah. no different from what's going on here. It's right. the same character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a yeah. known dick. Why is this a surprise? <laughs> We've we all seen know it. he's yeah. a dick. Yeah. We've seen it for multiple seasons and now I think the dad says, he's like, I'm so surprised to see this side of Andre. It- it's like you're just seeing the side where he's with his family and he's like maybe comfortable. Maybe his guard is down yeah. and his yeah. confidence is up. And he's I think drunk. he's also maybe a slightly more confident because he is home and he's mm-hmm. expecting he's expecting yeah. them to behave better <laughs> as guests. So he's trying. He's like, hey, like, don't <laughs> talk to me like that at, at my home. Yeah. So, do you, Kristen, do you think he's a little embarrassed by how his in-laws are asked or are? I think so, definitely. It's it's like a um, it's on display in front of his entire family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the skepticism and the all of that nonsense. Yeah, and they probably he probably thinks that yeah. I'm sure that they were like, "Are you sure you want to move to another country and leave your entire family and all of your friends?" And he's like. Yeah, it's great. I'm going to a better life. And then <laughs> to have them see, like, a, a, get a glimpse into what Oof. this better life is, you know, at these couple of family gatherings, yeah, it's probably rough. like, well, actually, guys, like, oh, no, like, this isn't how it is. Let me try to control this. But you can't. And now they know yeah. this is what he's dealing with in yeah. Florida. Did they even get to order food? <laughs> like, right. I think they just got drinks and then everything exploded. And, and the and I was wondering who pays for it. The friends are probably starving sitting yeah, there. I was like, like, who's going to pay for this what? dinner? Like with everybody leaving. Yeah, right. that's, why the, that's why the dad was all mad. <laughs> he was going to have to pay for it. <laughs> Brandon, why do you keep getting beeps? It's God. The goddamn president keeps tweeting. I Can don't know what's going on. Can you turn it off? I can't. I, I, I closed that's the not, app. You got to go to notifications and shut them off. So okay, or just or just do that do the do not disturb thing on your. It's phone. not on my phone. It's a computer. I I I know that we've <sighs> talked a lot about the president, uh, in in this in this episode. I have you're talking about how you know he's tweeting again. So you're getting we're hearing all these notifications come through, through your your computer. Yeah, well, it's yeah, of a, course, like it's a he's, Saturday, a spe- he's, he's a on. he's poop he's, he's uh, in the toilet. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's <laughs> to poop. He has to go poop. Um, yeah. He he gets up in the middle of the night to go tweet poop. Uh, see, I'm making. And hopefully, it he sees a goddamn ghost that tells him to get it together. I want to say something real Damn quick it. about Elizabeth Andre. Um, these are probably the two bravest people uh, that I've ever seen because they put it all out there for us to see on television, and that takes guts. Paul and I got in an argument the other day, 
and I was drunk for it. And all I could think of is like, I'm so glad that wasn't recorded. And brought yeah, because you would have looked real bad, friend. No, I wouldn't have. I would have looked right, no. but still silly. I would have looked correct. You're you're really trying to scrape a victory gonna, out of this. You're gonna you're gonna fight again. I can feel it. No, I'm over it. It's fine. <laughs> it's not worth. All it. I'm saying, there's a lot of bravery out there, and I hope it's bravery and not desperation of putting out your business in there because we we make fun of these people a lot. But again, the key takeaway I have is always we would always all of us would look just as bad if we had a camera crew there getting all of the yeah. you know true. most tre- like the stressful periods in our time. Like basically. Camera crews show up anytime you get into a stressful situation, which is probably the opposite of what you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, everybody. That's been another Ooh. episode of 90 Day Soiree. Thanks for joining us. Up did next, we learn any lessons? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about some lessons. Paula? What did we learn? What did you learn? I learned, I, I learned to not drink red wine and vodka shots. I feel like that's just a mix for disaster. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Keisha, that's how about you? What did you learn I this learned week? that I still need to get Brandon to believe in ghosts. Uh, so <laughs> It's not going to happen. <laughs> if I can tap into my ghost friends and haunt Brandon for a little while. <laughs> Let's plan something on the side to like really scare him and think that it's haunted. We'll do that on the side. Brandon, how about you? What, what did you learn? I learned earlier this week that I usually cut the what do you learn parts out of the outros. <laughs> he does. <laughs> and I feel like the episode just ends super abruptly. It's like, oh, yeah, Andre sucks. No, and this boom, one's, it's over. This one's better. They're usually just rehashing stuff someone said before. This one will probably make it. So Okay. And that's Great. what you learned. Kristen, what did you learn this week? Uh, I learned how to order properly at food trailers I gotta ask for the best of the best <laughs> yeah, that's so a true. Good one. sir your finest Monte Cristo <laughs> your finest jam your finest wait, wait what's the first place you got a oh, grilled cheese grilled sandwich cheese. your <laughs> finest <laughs> grilled cheese please sir dude I love what it is, he was like wow 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 what delicacies are, are you what delicacies hello cheesemonger what delicacies have you this evening I will have the best of the best Oh, son, look how fancy <laughs> this is. I'll take your, your Why do you guys... My, oh my. You guys you sound like sc- Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. That's not what he was doing. It's like, it's like a Swaylu could have had like a, what is it, a monocle, you know, and like a French accent. He was so excited. Poor Swaylu. And so upset that they still wanted more money. He's like, but I got you the the best grilled cheese. But did you also catch he was wearing one of those $50 uh, shirts from the, the Samoan That said shop. dad on it? Oh, <laughs> no, no, was he? Yeah, he was. That's he oh, was. Oh, he backed down. She backed down. He was all. sporting that t-shirt. Yep. He's like, can I wear it out? Can I wear it out, please? Yeah. Oh, as well. Oh, as well. Oh, good old Navy, bro. Good old Navy. Well, I learned that you can never impress anybody with $100. Learned that a long time ago. <laughs> oh my God! I, if somebody showed up today in this house with a hundred dollars, I would, my head would explode <laughs> of happiness. That's right. Well, you know I'll who to call. I- I'm impressed with a hundred dollars. Get someone, give me a hundred dollars. I'll take it. Yeah. Hey, this has been fun. Woo! Always, always. Yeah. Kristen, what's on your mind? I always want to know. Uh, that's a question for the Ouija board. Okay. Is it pizza? 
the question and the answer is pizza. <laughs> All right, everyone. See you next week when we talk about the other way. <laughs>